This week's episode is brought to you by 420. 420. <laughs> what was I talking about again? Hey everybody, welcome to Nexus at Night. I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. And I'm Root Beer. And Matt, you're, you sound sick. Alright, I'm not really sick. It's, uh, my throat is full of frogs because of allergies. I mean, okay, alright. Where did that come from originally? The frogs? Yeah, I got a frog in my throat. I don't know. I assume they just get jammed in there while you're sleeping. Yeah. What about that myth where, like, you swallow, like, what, like, seven spiders per year or some bullshit like that? Sounds not believable. Yeah, like, how, how do they measure that? They're like... Right, there's like, it's like this untestable thing, right? Yeah. So, like, whatever. Yeah. What is testable, though, is uh, what happened in all the reveals that we got from Road about the V-series in the past week. So, just like a little bit of housekeeping, um, because we're in this kind of transition period, uh, Nexus at night, at least for uh, a while, for the most part, we're going to kind of become like an NPR politics podcast type of thing where we just talk about what happened in the past week in Vanguard News. So, yeah, because that's what people care about. Yeah, I mean... That's what I care about. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, I basically don't even play G Format or Premium. I'm just only looking forward to standing. I don't blame you. Like, Same, more or less. What new things do we have? Tapity tap tap. I'm buying into uh, Royal Paladins, but that's for standard only because I don't want to do the blaster shit. I don't want to. <laughs> um, so there are some reveals, and we got a new ban list in the past week, and uh, we got a lot to cover. So, uh, yeah. Do you want to start? Why don't we? Why don't we start with uh, the new Cruel Dragon? So, he, uh, he's a grade 3, and then from hand, during your opponent's turn, or during your turn that your opponent's rear guard was retired, you may normal call this card uh, even when your vanguard is at grade 2 or less. And also on rear guard circle, when he hits a vanguard, you can return it to your hand and soul charge. Wait, so you have to normal call it? Yeah, like... So you have to kill the thing in main phase, or ride phase, or whatever, then you can normal call it during main phase? Yes. That's infinitely worse. Yeah, I mean, okay, one thing that... The call really hurts this card, right? Yeah, I mean, one thing that does help with this is that it has the force gift, so if you have to ride him, it's not the end of the world. Right, I think that's the saving grace of this card, is that it has force printed on it. Yeah, but there's other stuff with force printed on it. (laughs) Right. <laughs> like Dragonic Overlord and uh, fucking anything else. Um, and this I is a double R, by the way. In the first right. patch. <laughs> uh, I cannot wait when we're, you know, several packs down the line and we look back at this for like, how the hell did that get double R? I mean, yeah. how is Akane a triple R, but... Except, right. except I'm going to say it now. How the hell did this get double R? This is like promo at best to me. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how. So my inclination is that this card is not very good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But 
if the format really rewards you popping something when you're on grade two and then calling a guy, I don't know. What would be cool? Well, here's the other problem, right? Let's say that you have the dream start. Let's pretend you have the best possible situation. If you're on grade two, your opponent's on an AK grade one, right? You pop a thing, you call Cruel Dragon, then I guess you attack with Cruel Dragon first? Yes. Because you have to, right? Well, it's all... It's main phase, basically. Right. You, you have to normal call it. Well, if you don't attack with Cold Dragon first, you need to call a booster behind it. Because even if you get a trigger, if or if your opponent gets a trigger, he can't hit. Because it'll be 18. Yeah. But 13. That's... Yeah. Um, sorry, I'm So stuck. you're going to want to call or attack with it first, and then if you just... Get a trigger on your Vanguard attack, whatever. Yeah. I'm still getting used to triggers being 10k boosts. Right. Um, but, like, another thing that that's uh, strange about this is, A, or A, it can return itself to your hand, and B, you get a soul charge off of it. It seems like a lot of the new Kagura stuff gives you soul when it doesn't seem like there's a lot of uh, soul consumption. It's right. like Dragonic Overlord, and then that's about it, kind of. I'm just going to assume Dragonic Waterfall uses a shit ton of soul whenever we get it revealed. That would make sense. Dragonic Waterfall is going to be, like, the big bad, right? There could be a world where you play, like, two of this card. <laughs> like, because you want probably want all your grade threes to have the force gift. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What would be and nice, like, though, is... Other grade threes just might not be reasonable to ride early. It would be nice if the steel wasn't uh, a normal call. Because then you could be like, alright, I blow up your you know, your rear guard in my battle phase, call a new thing, and then I can attack right. again. Or whatever else. But no. But no, you have to normal call it. Yep. This, this certainly feels like the first set of, like, anything. It's definitely a 01. <laughs> so that, that, was, uh, that was like the start of our week, was this thing. And then we got a gigantic charger, so yet another V series. Um, one of you guys want to take this one? So, when this unit or your other vanguard is placed, it gets plus ten thousand power. So it's basically a force gift without actually having a force gift, and for one turn. I mean, but if you reride your vanguard, he's going to get ten k. You get to place a force gift. Mm-hmm. So, he's a one-man army, kind of. Yeah. It would, like, this does seem useful for, like, a, a game where we're going to be constantly rewriting to get more gifts. Yeah. But the fact that he doesn't have a gift himself kind of hurts a little bit, I guess. Right. Although, right. granted that when he's ridden, you get the gift that- anyway, sort of, just for the turn. Well, yeah. Right. That's less good. <laughs> The point about gifts is that it becomes more absurd the more turns you go into the game, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And is permanent, at least in the case of yeah. Excel and Force. Right. He's basically I... those like 10k plus 10k guys from the break ride era, except he's a 13k base, because they don't seem to be doing the lower power bases as much anymore. Good. I so, hated that. I don't... I think this guy's better than Cruel Dragon, except, you know, ignoring the gift part. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like, I think his rules text is better than Cruel Dragon. Yeah. But, but he, uh... But he's a common. 
Which makes right. sense. Like, I know? don't think you're going to want to end up playing this card. Yeah. Where Cruel Dragon, you might end up playing just because it has Force printed on it. Yeah. Assuming we don't just go Dragonic Overlord, Dragonic Waterfall. Right. <laughs> Who knows? Could be a good time. Um, so the next thing that they revealed isn't a card, but just the, like, to appease some people. So they are giving Pale Moon, Brand Blue, Narakami, and OTT their, uh, their, like, G-Guard heals. Verse 2.0 skill heals. Yeah. Which is, like, good, but when? <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. And it's Fox also a promo campaign, uh, so... I know, I just, like, it, it. it's very infuriating. I just, I want my stupid heals already for Pale Moon. Random pack inserts in Q4. <laughs> Probably, because it's a promo campaign in Japan, so the only way we're gonna get it in America is if... They just shove them into the set randomly. I'm going to have shop a goddamn challenge. aneurysm. Or shop challenge. Yeah, That's or worse. shop challenge. That's worse. But then oh. you can get heals that say congratulations on them. Imagine Miracle Healing with a heal that says congratulations. Con- congratulations, you <laughs> grow to Sherman Oaks. That's what mine would say. That'd be so great. Matt. <laughs> Alright, there's this, uh, this, this reprint, sort of, not really, called Berserk Dragon. So he has an auto on Vanguard and Rearguard Circle. So when placed, you can counterblast one, soul blast one, choose one of your opponent's rearguard and retire it. And if it's on Vanguard Circle, you draw a card. So this is a great grade two ride. You're probably going to pop something and draw a card. It's going to be great. And, and then, then when it, uh, on Rearguard Circle, it has another auto. When it attacks a Vanguard, if the number of your rearguards is greater than your opponent's, it gets power plus 3,000. Okay, so it can Which hit Vanguard a little on awkward, its own. Because that means it's going to be 13 on its own. I mean, I think the point is just that it hits Vanguard without being boosted. Right, right. But that's like, yeah, I mean, I guess the best case scenario is you just like have a force marker on a rear guard and you just call mm-hmm. this guy. It's twenty-three. Yeah, twenty-three. Okay. Yeah, and then yeah. Plus, he he makes up for his own ride minus, which is cool. Um, yeah, I think that's like one of the better parts about this card. Yeah. Also, it's not counterblast two; it's counterblast soul blast. Like they. Uh, like how they transitioned in the G era, I'm, I'm glad they're not really going back to just counterblasting two for something. Right. Um. Yeah, yeah this thing's good, and uh, it's. God, I gotta look at the picture again. It's a triple R. It's a triple R. God, that picture is so blurry. But yeah, that, that's at least for the time, deservedly a triple R. Mm-hmm. The is sweet. It's and you know, it's, if, if it wasn't in V series, I think we'd all feel cheated. <laughs> like, whether you play Targa or not, Berserk Dragon just exists. Yeah. He's got two heads and shit. Um, so. Let's see, another uh, trial deck card they revealed. So, yet again, another embodiment of armor bar. So, uh, one place, you counterblast Soul Blast, choose one of your opponent's grade two or less rear guards in the same column, retire it, and if the number of rear guards is greater than your opponent's, he gets plus 5k till end of turn. So he's like a, a fucking. Uh, God, what's that card for Blaze that when you. Shakur. When you call it, if you have less, you kill something. Mm-hmm. And then it's got Blaze, you get power. So. Yeah, cool, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. It's fine. <laughs> also hitting by himself, the turn he's called. Mm-hmm. Oh, true. And also, like. I, I'm starting to retract my statement of Kagero is 
a lot of soul building, but not like this plus Berserk Dragon. Plus I'll Overlords be- plus 10k. I'll believe it. I'll believe it. You, know, you call this guy to you know you call this guy to his own column. He enter, you know with a force twenty three on his own. Yeah. If he lives, you just put move him back. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. He did his job, you know. And I think ten k vanilla grade two is like seem reasonable to me, because I think the ten k shield they have, mm-hmm. or regular grade two that five k shield is like pretty big. Yeah. Especially with the ability to intercept. At least like early in the game, or right. early in the right. And it incentivizes calling them to rear guard and not riding them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. What was the next one? It was... Okay, high dog bre- another high dog breeder, Sayran. So when it's placed on uh, van or rear, uh, I, I can't tell what the cost is. It says, uh, during this turn, one of your high beasts in the same column gets plus 5k. It's just when it enters the player's play. Oh. There's no cost. It just happens. Yeah, because, like, the, transla- the the effect transition just says C1P. Card in, yeah, play. card in play. Card in play. Okay. CIP comes into play. CIP comes into play. Okay, that's cool, I guess. I mean, whatever. Take it or leave it. <laughs> Sometimes in Magic, we use ETB for enter the battlefield. Uh-huh. Same kind of thing. It's kind of kind of a like whatever promo, nothing to write home. Yeah, about. it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like and it's not a high beast, right? It's just a tamer, so like you have to have some other dog thing in your same column or whatever. So, yeah. Right. So. so then there's some premium promos, like this dot, morning dot, dot. timer for Novas, right? Is yeah. a premium card. Yeah. Am I correct mm-hmm. in thinking it's because it's seven K, right? Yeah. Is there, like, a way to tell in the bottom of the card or something? Well, it's a 7k grade one. So yeah, I get that And it part. doesn't have the V marker. Oh, true. Yeah. Oh, and so it says, uh... That's how they're doing if it. If you start your battle phase, you may pay the cost if you do stand all your regards. And the cost is retiring this unit. So, it also has the old templating, so that tells me that it's not a, uh, a V card. Um... So this card sucks. This card is pretending that Nova Grapplers is doing the rest everything during main phase thing. Nobody cares. Move on. <laughs> Does anybody actually do that? I, I, I don't think and, so. Except for the guy that like rests and gives everybody resist. That's about but it. That's like it, right? Yeah. Yep. And you don't really care about restanding that guy at that moment. Nope. Like, I just don't understand why they keep printing these cards. I just don't get it. <laughs> I feel like if they printed this around GBT 10, it would have made more of a difference. Because they were, like, actively trying to do that with Rush. And then people were like, this is dumb, stop it. And they're like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, what else we got? Uh, Imperium Dragon, so it's a Link Joker promo. And it's also for premium. So during your turn, if your opponent does not have any rear guards, it gets power plus 10,000. That's GB1 skill, right? Yes. Okay, this card is whatever. Why is it GB one? They didn't have to make the GB one. What? Because screw you. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. This card. This card sucks. Link Joker pro. Like something about Link Joker. Whenever they get promos, they're like nine times out of ten just complete butt. Oh, uh, most promos are complete butt, which actually I'm okay with. I wish they all were complete butt. I really hate it when they come up with some promo that you like have to have. 
I would rather it's they come so up with a promo. Yo. What? Because if they make a promo that you have to have, right? Then you have to go finding it through whatever channels, like a Gleam. I guess. I mean, I would rather they use promos as a reprint. Uh, I, I agree with you. That would That's be what cool. I'm saying. I, I, I think that having cards that are only unobtainable through promo means is Oh, yes. But you so also like, get things that, like Tapering Beaver, who is... I love him. Right, right, but they could have just made it available somehow. Some, anyway, doesn't matter. Yeah. Point is. That's how it is. Okay. So also, because Bushiroad hates Dimension Police, <laughs> uh, Laurel gets restricted to one in premium. Okay, so, yeah, they released the new ban list. Um, so starting July 20th, 2018, Commander Laurel gets restricted to one again. Um, Let's talk about this for a second. Let's talk about this. Yes. Let's talk about Laurel specifically. We don't want to get bogged down in any, in any other clans right now. Let's just talk about my main man, Commander Laurel. You're mean. <laughs> Laurel's always been there for me, except when he wasn't. Uh, I'm just <laughs> He was really only good after Stride. <laughs> Before that, he was pretty bad. It's fun. <laughs> Wasn't he good, like, at the beginning of Break Rides when you first got the Die Kaiser? Oh, yeah, there was a meme deck. Yeah, there was, so there's this very meme deck called Crazy Diamond. Oh, yeah. This was before Stride Era. You played, like, 6th grade 2s, you know, 8th grade 1s. And however many other grade threes till you get to fifty cards, mm-hmm. right? And he played the um, the superior ride dude. No, you, yeah, I think you played the superior ride dude. It didn't matter. So anyway, so you would you would ride Dykeiser, You would break ride with any of your grade threes. Your decks had like twenty grade threes in it or some shit. And this deck won like some kind of Japanese event. And the guy who made the deck was like, I was trying to get the Doctor O prize, which is like you know, the best performing, like most unique deck. Yeah. Or like most interesting deck. And then he just ended up But winning. he just sacked all of his opponents. <laughs> That's great. So he just kind of like, woo! <laughs> like the deck looks like a complete joke. It's running like Enigma. Oh, it started Enigma Flow. My apologies. Yeah. So I think it ran the Enigma Ride Chain so that you could afford to have less of your lower grade cards because you could just Ride Chain up and then you right. would have so the Dykeiser. Ride Chain like that search for the grade 2 automatically. Right? Uh-huh. So you'd ride Ripple, search for Wave, and just have your grade 2. Yeah. His version also ran the um, the Lamp Camel clone, the Operator Girl Mika. Yeah. On hit Counterblast 2 draw card. Yeah. I don't know why, but he did. Well, also, uh, a Newman Wave was on hit draw, right? Was that... Um, I mean, sure. But just... how often were you calling this career? No, I mean, a Newman Wave on Vanguard Circle. Oh, probably. Like when you it doesn't it. matter, it's just to get you the grade 2. Okay, but yeah. I, I have to find this out just to make sure I'm right. If it's 14 so anyway, or greater, gets on hit draw. Okay, good, I was right. It's never going to be 14 or greater, it doesn't matter. So anyway. Uh, um, so you see start of attack, right? Yeah, start of attack step. So, yeah. I wanted to unpack this a little bit, because like, yes, it's it's very funny that like Dimension Police players keep getting like kicked in the nuts, but what do you think of like we've said before on this podcast, and it's been brought up before, that Commander Laurel limits design space. And so, well, we should 
let, let's just say something like instead of saying something vague like limits design space, what should we say? Okay, we should well, say Bushiro can't print sweet Dimension Police cards that they constantly have to worry about Laurel breaking the game. You know what the you know what the best part is? Like you were on you you brought up the design space thing in the first place. You're right. <laughs> but we're talking about Laurel specifically, right? Yes. We can just say things specifically about Laurel. Yes. So like Bushiroad, Bushiroad is basically every time they print a card in Japan, they kind of jumped the gun. I think it was kind of unfortunate because you didn't. You, there was a deck that came around in the West that didn't hit Japan because they did not Laurel. Yeah. Uh, which was the Breakright Sinbuster deck, which was super sweet actually. <laughs> like that was, like the deck was kind of like bonkers. I think that, I think that was the last time I remember seeing you truly happy. It was when that <laughs> deck was in its heyday. So, so, and so Bushiroad kind of overworried about Laurel, and so every card they print can't like guard restrict. Can't you know? It has to have some like amount of randomness to it. You can't print like cards that always do what you want them to do. Makes sense because Laurel is just too good then. Okay, we, we like just to people. I, I we didn't even explain his effect. Laurel's effect is when your vanguard hits, you can rest four rear guards and restand your vanguard. So, sorry, I was assuming that everyone knew what Laurel did. Yes, is, but not fair. I keep having to remind myself that this could be someone's first episode, first. No, you're totally right. So I just yeah. <laughs> so like yeah, yeah. yeah, but the um, but I think Laurel being limited can be a good thing if they decide to actually kind of follow that up with well-designed cards. I mean, what this means for me is I'm just more excited to play Dimension Police than Standard. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not, I already, I don't really even have old cards anymore for Dimension Police. That's true. Now you don't have to yeah. deal with his ass. It's good. Yeah, so, it's fine. Okay. And, like, I don't think the old cards are going to be that great anyway. Just because, mm-hmm. like, old Dimension Police cards are just not very good. Mm-hmm. Like, the only one that could be worthwhile is probably Dykeiser. Yeah. Which I think I still own. Then... I've just sold all the expensive garbage. <laughs> Understandable. Um, so another uh, part of the ban list is uh, they actually, like, did another thing like what they did with Sword Me back in the day where it's a very specific type of ban, which is you cannot use... After uh, August 31st, you cannot use Purple Trapezist with the new Jumping Jill card that comes in uh, VBT02 in the same deck together. I don't know what this is or why this is, but this Jumping Jill sounds sweet as fuck. Okay, so <laughs> uh, so Jumping Jill's... The original Jumping Jill was just when she's called from Soul, she gets 3k. But this Big one clearly one. can't be just that. Okay, this one, they uh, they already have like a wiki article for it, which I'm guessing is going to be invalidated anyway, but as of right now, the the assumed effect is when placed from soul, you pay some kind of cost, put a rearguard into your soul, and call it card other than a grade 2 from your soul to rearguard in the back row. So the idea with this uh, very specific ban is that you could potentially form an endless loop of going back and forth between Jumping Jill and Purple Trapezist, uh, which so in premium... on the first skill that made a loop? I think so. But at least... <laughs> well, no, because they, they had that loop, the almost loop with that Grand Blue card in Rummy Labyrinth, and everyone was like, dude, what the hell? And they were yeah. like, okay, fine, we'll fix it. But so like... I actually like that they made that they made this thing, made this claim now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it shows that they're thinking about cards in future sets with premium. Yes. Which... 
So it does a couple things here. A, it lets them it lets them know that they're thinking about how to design their freaking sets finally. <laughs> and two, all, all it took them was it like lets, it lets us know that they're also thinking about premium. Yeah. yeah. So this is simultaneous. Sure how to help you with that. Alexa, shut up. <laughs> so simultaneously, they are building confidence in that the premium is being cared about, which is already something that was really shaky. Yeah. At least mm-hmm. in a lot for a lot of Western players, like, oh, are they just going to kill off premium? And they're saying, hey, we're starting to think about how we design sets a lot more. I mean, if there's one thing Bushiroad cares about, like stopping, it's loops. That's why they're right. rid of. That's why they put Refers to one. That's why they put Cosmos Pixie Elizabeth to one in Japan, anyway. Um, so like, but but this isn't even a. Oh, you could maybe loop if you draw into it. No, this is like if you have two cards, you're looping. Yep. Inten- intensely spicy clown mm-hmm. in your vanguard are hitting literally infinity. Ah, uh, the best. <laughs> <laughs> like Ob- Obelisk the Tormentor, sack two things, become infinite, or whatever the fuck it was. Torment. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see another thing about this ban list. So, TikTok worker, Seven Seas Night Runner, and Bark Gall can be used as starters again. Man, Yay. after like five or six years or whatever. Of Bark Gall being. Use Bark Gall. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it doesn't matter. Yeah, they're, they're still yeah. only restricted to one copy each, which, fine. Um, the Seven Runner deck is dead, and it's especially dead with, with the new rules on Striding, A. And B, it's like, I don't know. New era. I, I don't know if this Bark Gall thing is really going to do much. I mean, see the TikTok one would be relevant. Yeah, actually, the TikTok one would still be could still be relevant. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. I mean, and here, here's another like coup de gras on top of this. Uh, Flash Ripple Odysseus is back at four. Oh God! So what does this that's mean? That's frustrating. Like, what does this mean to have Odie back at four? Ripples is equally as annoying as it was before. Now, now it's like playing against Chris, except everyone's like, except everyone can play Ripples like Chris. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Chris is There's, a friend of ours from college. That's not the point. He yeah. always has Odysseus at grade one. Yeah. Every game. Well, whatever it is. Uh, I I think, like, the, do you think, like, having the new rules on Stride is going to make Ripples crazy again? Because I, I, I see deck lists popping up of people like, you just run the Ripple engine up to grade two, and then you switch to Thavas, and then I mean, do all your other stuff. Stride is kind of crazy enough where it's probably fine. Yeah. Ripple stuff is just very good just by itself. And you could just... And people were mixing the Ripple garbage with other stuff before. They were? Yeah, I think you could just use the Ripple engine for, like, early game and then right up to things that do stuff at GB. Yeah, I think Thavis was really common because you got the uh, the Glimmer Breath clone. Mm-hmm. Right, right. That restood without any boost or anything. Adelaide. Yeah. So you could do, like, a yeah, lot of... Yeah, and then... Like, Thavis gives your shit resist, so... Yep, and you just play 16 crit and go, 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 go. Yeah, pretty much. Like, Aqua Force might be able to do stuff again with Odysseus Unbanned, and then I think with the new stride rules and the overall power of things in Standard now, that this probably isn't going to do too much in Premium other than Exist. Right. See, the problem is a lot of old Aqua Force units hit for 11. Mm-hmm. Which is not enough. Yeah, in Standard it's not going to matter. In premium... Right, in standard, they're going to you know reformulate Aqua Force units to hit for the appropriate numbers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In premium, they won't. 
Like, they all just got to be like, oh, they all get 2K. <laughs> yeah. No. And then Valios is like, yeah, that doesn't matter. <laughs> Come down. I wonder if that's actually going to be a thing, where there's just going to be, like, the one Valley, the Blue Wave deck that just, like, won't adapt to the new shit. They're like, fuck you. I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> Uh, I guess it also depends on what archetype they're giving to Aqua Force when they start retraining all the cards. I mean, like we have uh, we have another Leon, so I'm guessing Blue Storm, but who knows? Except he played both. Yeah, I don't even know if they're gonna do uh, subclans. Hold on, guys. What did he play in the manga? <laughs> That's actually a good question. What did he play? He in didn't the manga? exist in the he manga. He didn't exist in oh. the manga. Oh. <laughs> I did not know this. That's cool. Atlas, no. <laughs> I mean, I'm like the least weebish of all of us here, so. Whoa. Anime sucks and it's for nerds. That's right. Forgot <laughs> about that. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. So. Another, uh, we have a couple more card reveals, and then, uh, like, they revealed the identity of another Protect clan, so we'll get to that at the end, but more reveals, yay. So Dragon Knight Burge is, uh, act uh, on Rearguard Circle. If the number of your opponent's rearguards is four or more, you counterblast one and put him into your soul. Choose one of your opponent's rear guards, retire it, and one of your rear guards gets plus 10k at the end of turn. So this is a 6k grade 1, which is a little cards weird like to me. Gone. What? Cards like, okay. It's very odd to me. It just seems like, why did they make it a 6k for seemingly no reason? I thought if they were going to, like... The idea before was, like, 6k grade 1s had, like, I guess, stronger effects or were perfect guards. But, but this, this one doesn't. Yeah, it seems like you would make it a 7K, wouldn't you? Or an 8K. Or like 8K. the rest of them. Yeah. Well, they already made the Vanguard boosters that gain 5K, 7K, so... Yeah, and once again, this thing is uh, soul fuel. Well, this thing kills itself too, though, right? Yeah, but it's yeah. sort of spillover dragon, but he does that after he attacks. Right, this one is an act kill itself. Yeah. Or put it into soul and kill something. Right. And give Pop something 10k. 10k. So I guess that 10k is worth some amount of a card or something? I guess. I mean, we were talking about, like, the, you know, the shield values last week, and, you know, that is, uh... If you make it 18 to 28, like, that's now, like, a heal or two cards, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's probably, like, from just, you know, a grade one or grade or one or higher. Or a 13 to a 23 makes it go from a grade 1 to you need a front or crit trader to guard that. Yeah. So it, I, it's something. I don't know if, like... <coughs> Rupi, are you doing anything with the Kagura stuff? or? No, I don't have any plans to build Kagura right now. Okay, so I right. would, I'm would. i going to have to ask somebody and get back to you guys on this. But yeah. I don't know. On its face, it doesn't seem worth it. I hate that it's a 6k. Yeah, same. But I mean, if he gets rid of himself, I guess it doesn't matter too much. But he gets rid of himself, why can't it be an 8k? Now you have, like, no incentive to keep it around. Yeah. And? Well, I'm saying, like, now you you feel forced to use it because your board's mediocre if you don't. That's bad. (laughs) 
I'm just going to assume Dragonic Waterfall is like Soul Blast 5 or something. It's the new oh, Soul yeah, Saber. Yeah. If there's like some exorbitant soul cost, if Dragonic Waterfall is like pop three guys, choose three rear guards to get 5k. Yeah, or 10k, sorry. It's, everything's upgraded. Uh, that would just be like so, a strict upgrade of Soul Saber Dragon. You're 100% correct. <laughs> I did the popping like, and the power. But then what would the actual Soul Saver do? Call three guys, Plus they all get 10k. Three guys. <laughs> yeah. Easy. Um, no, Soul Saver's just not even in the set. Easy. Yeah. Um, you have to wait till the second cycle. And then they put Palamedes, who is, uh, you know, 18k on his own or something. Palamedes. <laughs> or no, he wouldn't be 18k. He'd be a solid 15k on his own. Dude, Palamedes was the shit back in the day. I loved him. Mm-hmm. Loved I was his busted. Art. Um, Actually busted. What about uh, Funnel Doll? Um, what does the thing do? Uh, it's what, so attacks when and... the Vanguard and is boosted. You can counterboss one salt. I kind of lost one, then you soul charge one, and he gets 5k on a turn, which is kind of whatever. Yeah. It hits 23, but then... That's... It hits 23 for a counterblast. Yeah. So you're playing a counterblast for, like, a card, or half a card, or somewhere in there. Yeah. But you'd have to combine it with a force gift, and we have to see what soul charging actually does, because they're giving us so much soul charging, and we haven't seen... All that much soul blasting yet? Yeah, this seems like not great at first. Uh, first glance. Mm-hmm. And then there's also Grade One Knight of Rapid Progress, and also during the battle, it attacks a Vanguard. It gets power plus three thousand. It's eleven k attacker. Mm-hmm. What? Okay. I mean, it's a Grade One. I don't know, like. I feel like that would have been cool if it was a booster. That'd be nice, I guess. I wish it were a 12k attacker. Mm-hmm. No. No, 11k is fun. 11k is... 11, this is an acceptable card. Why? Like, if for a grade 1 attacker, this is acceptable. Grade 1 attacker shouldn't hit grade 3s. Does that make sense? Yes. Like, your grade 1 should not be able to solo hit a grade 3 without some cost. Yeah, I guess. I mean, like, that's how it was back in the... Day, like it would right, go from seven tanking, right? to a ten. Never yeah. hit a great three unless your opponent was playing bad great threes. Or mm-hmm. if this was like early in the game's history. But I think well, by the time those started coming out, though, until late limit break, like yeah. getting into a break ride. Oh yeah, never mind then. Because um, they were all um, archetype restricted. Yeah, so that's fine, I guess. I like. I I don't think any of these reveals were especially big. Except for fucking Blaster Blade! Finally! They finally gave us Blaster Blade. We have a probably Blaster Blade skill. Why Why you say probably, I... Why? Why probably? I'm like 90% sure. I'm just saying it's... I'm leaving the window open. I mean, it looks like a pretty good picture. Because the, the reveal to us was in English, which they almost never do. That's why I'm concerned. Yeah. I mean, like, usually when we get an English reveal, it's at... Regionals, they'll have like a big cardboard. Like, I'm pretty sure that's out. how we got Tira at first. Is that we saw the English box art for her? Okay, so I get that. It, this has happened for other cards. I'm just saying because it's exactly Blaster Blade. I'm concerned. Well, exactly Blaster Blade is a 10k grade two that on Vanguard Circle, that's if cool. you have four or more rear guards, gets a crit. What? 
Yeah. You're just allowed to do that? And then on Van or Rear, when he's placed, you can counterblast, soul blast, choose one of your opponent's rear guards in the front row and kill it. I mean, that part's less good, but the first part, he gains a crit? For free, <laughs> if, if you do That's what bla- if you do what uh, Royal Paladins do best, you are going to have a crit, yes. Did you get four of this guy in the TD? Dang. Do you get four of this guy in the TD? That's cool. Yeah. Nice. Oh my god, they're not actually, they're not doing the thing where like, I gotta buy two TDs to get everything no, I want. four, because you need four of the good arts. <laughs> I would just buy two and use four of the bad art. Wow, you are the worst. Or or trade the good art for a bad art plus some cash. Look, man. I don't care if they're good art. Zero I just care respect. if they're symmetrical. Okay. Zero respect. I am the I am the Hercule Poirot of Vanguard. Yep. Nobody read Murder on the Orient Express. Okay, whatever. Fine. That's how. All it's right. Look, be. that's not the only book he was in. But all right. I mean, a movie about it came out like in the past few months. Why would I watch a movie about a why would I watch a movie about a story everyone knows? I mean, it, it, I don't know, like it, especially a mystery, right? It came out in the book came out in the 30s, which Right, but I'm saying if you're going to pick one of her books, yeah, but you can like pick a more obscure one to make a movie out of it. Yeah, but this is also like a move or like a, a book where in a time where people don't read anymore. I mean, that's a fair point. That is a fair <laughs> so, <laughs> But I was saying, like, if they picked something that was, like, a slightly more obscure one, it could have been a, a better movie. But you're right. I just think it's been referenced a little too much, where even if people haven't, like, read it, they probably know it. Yeah, I guess so. It, I'm guessing it's kind of the thing where it's like, don't don't spoil Frankenstein for me. Right. Why? It's over, like, 100-plus years old. What are you talking about? <laughs> what, what, what could possibly happen? Who knows? I've had I, I got I had someone get mad at me once for spoiling a plot point of Back to the Future. The first one. The first one. I mean, that's the only one that matters. So. But like, it's been out for over thirty years. You're right. And like, has permeated our culture enough to where you're like, yeah, you can go down to La Puente Hills Mall and like hang out where they shot it. Yeah, exactly. Lone Pine Mall now. Anyway. What they changed the name? Well, I mean, it was Twin Pines when it started. <laughs> oh sure. Yeah, and then... All right. So also, in addition... Oh, this last relates sweet. I think that's the conclusion. Yeah, and it, yeah. I, and it, and it feels more like Royal Paladin. It feels like worthy of a card that a character should care about. Yeah. Because the old Boston Blade was like, all right. Fine, I get to retire, I guess. Like, like, his entire connection to the card was, like, disconnected from the game. What do you but mean? But now this card is also sweet and has a connection to the to the main character. Mm-hmm. All right, this is, feels better. I mean, and on top of that, like the only reason that the blaster engine stuff got good was because of the stuff around Blaster Blade. It wasn't so much but, that Blaster Blade himself was super good, because like Float All and you know Searchability and Bark All and Alfred Holy Saver like did all the work for him, and he was just like a homunculus, basically. Mm-hmm. Um. So, the last, like, uh, piece of news that we got. So, Angel Feather is now a Protect Clan, which surprises nobody. What I, for one, who said that Angel Feather would be a Protect Clan, am horribly surprised. (laughs) (laughs) I need to put that on a (laughs) t-shirt. 
Yeah, I think this was the most obvious direction for Angel Feather to go. Yeah. But the least obvious part was if you damage swap a protect marker, like, if you put it in your damage, somehow the damage just goes away. Yeah, so they they said that as a ruling. They're like, if you put it in the damage zone and damage swap, your thing goes back to your marker pile. So you can just outright heal. So you can pay a marker to heal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That seems like a good trade to me. That that is yes. de- that is definitely like a form of strategy that is like that gives some depth to the clan, but also I'm like that seems absurd. Yeah, but also they're being like, uh, oh, by the way, we're putting everything that damage swaps basically on a watch list. So they put uh, the no seal grade three. Um, God, this picture is so no seal grade one. No, actually, what? I don't think so. The grade zero, the stand. No, they didn't. They just put no. the grade three so far. Just the grade three, black shot Gavril. So like the second grade three Gavril, and then like three the Glimmer clone, and I don't recognize the other two. What are they? Okay, whatever. Okay, so the important thing is that you can use the no seal grade one or the no seal grade two, and do that in premium, which is like fuck. Mm-hmm. That's some crazy shit. Like, all right, on call heal. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> Guard, heal. <laughs> it's a good thing they didn't, like, just immediately take the axe to these. They were just like, all right, we're mm-hmm. going to, we, like, this is also their way of letting us know. We're I have actively thinking about this. So, like, and I don't think anybody here knows the answer to my question. What's your question? If a marker goes to damage zone, does it buff my broken hearts? Ooh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, because it depends on if a marker counts as a cool. card or not. They do right. count as card. Okay, yeah, so it, it is a card, card right? Because it counts as a card in hand. Yeah. So it should theoretically count as a card in damage. Yeah, it's just that it can't exist in the damage zone, so you put it there and then it immediately goes so it away. Placed effects of a card being put in damage zone go off, and while those are in standby, it's removed by state based effects. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like. What's well, for me? Because the, the exact wording for Nurse of Broken Heart is when your card is put into your damage zone. Choose right, your, so it yeah. still gets put, it just immediately is removed. Yeah. So it's like a token dying in magic. Got it. Yeah. So, in theory, it should work unless Bushiro does another one of their, like, fuck you rulings where they're just Sounds like... Sounds good to me. I mean, it's better than the way the end, end phase works, but, you know, hopefully they'll fix that this time around. Yeah. What exactly are you referring to about the end phase, though? Uh, so... so I know it's, it's a clusterfuck, but I want to know what the exactly... The end phase is supposed to, like... Like, so you resolve all these things in the end phase, right? Yeah. You resolve all these, these skills, right? Yeah. And if nothing's in standby... Then you're supposed to, you, you're supposed to like, each time nothing standby, you move on to the end phase. But if everything appears in standby again, you have to like restart the end phase. What? Yeah, so this is like really common, like Grand Blue. Oh my god! I know. <laughs> no, I know what you're talking about. Oh yeah. god! <laughs> my brain. Basically, blame Grand Blue. <laughs> Grand Blue. Ah. I just, like, actually got a headache, for real. That's like, ugh. Alright. So, Angel Feather being a Protect Clan is, like, kind of awesome, actually. Um, yeah. So. I'm still not going to play this clan. Oh, of course it not. It says United Sanctuary on it. And it's not Phantom Blaster Overlord. Okay, fair. But, like, I was talking to, to Josie John, uh, who, um... She's been on this show before, and she's, like, appeared on different fights channel and a couple other things, but she is a famous-ish uh, Angel Feather player 
and Great Nature player. So I was talking to her yesterday, and I was like, what do you think of this? And she's like, this is actually pretty damn cool, but, like, I don't like the Protect still at all. So I'm like, I don't know what to tell you, man. It's, um... I think this is, like, the one plan that can actively, like, game the system of Protect Markers. Yeah. yeah. Versus, like, just using them for their intended purpose. Mm-hmm. Which is cool. Good shit. I mean, ODT is going to help count toward Oracle, which is kind of neat. Yeah. I just hope that for the other protect, I hope for the other protect clans, they like have some way for them to matter, mm-hmm. like in a different way than just being a perfect guard. Yeah. Because I think that adds like a that's like a free level of depth, right? Yeah. It's like, what else can I do with like a card in my hand? With an extra card in my hand, yeah. I wonder, like, are you allowed to? I I feel like this was answered already, but are you allowed to? put the markers in the same sleeve as your deck? So, like, when you put it in your hand, it's not, like, conspicuous? I think they have to be in different sleeves. They have to be in no, different I think sleeves. No, I think they, your opponent has to know if you have any you have. Yeah. Okay, so it has to be a different sleeve. That sucks, because that would be cool if, like, you know, like, alright, I'm gonna put this into my hand. How many cards in hand? Nine. So Did here's something it? else. I was like, well, that's up to you to remember, so, but, like, no, it's gotta be, like, if you use, like, red sleeves for your main deck, you, you got to use, like, purple for the markers. Or just not sleeve them at all. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So here's another thing. Let's say DI. We know DI is protect play. Yes. What if they have a card that's, like, put a card from your hand into soul? Draw two cards. Put this protect marker. Draw two. Or whatever. You know, I'm, I'm just making up a fact. But you know what I mean? Yeah, but, but that... Put this that... protect marker in my soul. I'm guessing it then goes away. Right. Yeah. It so, would necessarily go away. Yeah. But you would still get any cards that say when a card is put from your put into soul. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I mean, like... So it still trigger, say, Doreen the Thruster. Yeah. Very interesting. So I'm guessing it's just like having the extra card in your hand to pay for stuff is nice. But yeah. Mm-hmm. What are the, what's Megaton going to do with it? Absolutely oh, nothing. Great. We're going to lose with them in their hand. <laughs> Watch Mega Colony be, like, super broken and we're going to have, like, all the egg on our face. It's going to be crazy. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm waiting for it. It's going to be great. <laughs> also don't care. <laughs> Even when Mega Colony was good, it wasn't good. Or, like... I mean, or, rather, it was just, like, okay, cool, I guess. I'm going to read this card to you. All right. Chronovisor Heritage. Oh, God. <laughs> what about it? <laughs> well, that card's quite good. What does that have to do with Mega Colony? <laughs> kind of invalidates them. Oh, yeah. The same way it invalidates Link Joker. Yeah. Or anything, really. <laughs> Shit's good, yo. That card is, that card is quite good. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping that, like, Standard Gear Chronicle has to kind of start from the ground up like the rest of us. Right? Yeah. Instead of just being, like... Instead of starting way back and then just being light years ahead of everybody? Yeah. It's like, Literally yeah. time traveling. It's like not jerking off for ten years and then painting the garage. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Pat and Oswald. Um, so, any other comments about uh, this week of, in reveals? I want more. You want more? Yeah. I mean, we'll get more. We'll talk about them next week and we'll get more. I want reveals of things that aren't Kagura and Royal Paladin, but I know that's not going to happen until the trial decks are fully revealed, at least. 
The anime yeah, starts in two weeks or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's also going to be in the first week. It's going to be Cardro versus Royal Paladin, so... Yeah, it's going to be a... T- no, it's going to be worse than that. It's going to be TD Cardro versus TD Royal Paladin. Oh, that's going to be horrifying. And there's a very strong possibility Aichi just won't ride to grade 3 because he won't have one. Oh, but he'll wait off the extra crit for Blaster Blade. Will he cheat and have a 6k heal trigger again? Oh, that'd be sweet. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Aichi's only first... Aichi's first real cheat was end of season 2, though. What, with uh, Ezel? Where Ezel called, like, the fourth card from the top somehow. Yeah. And also called Blaster Blade Spirit Must Be Nice, etc. Like, it was so easy to animate it just on the top. Yeah. I think they actively had to make it harder for themselves to do the... <laughs> they could have just been like... Right. Meh, we're, meh. Gonna, we're gonna make this harder to animate. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. Is that what the card does? No, it doesn't matter. Alright. <laughs> okay. Maybe what probably happened is they were like... Ezel was like, look at top five, and they were like, this card's way too good. <laughs> so they made it like top one. Top one. I, I I still think they could have just like at least top two or something seemed like it would have been nicer. But mm-hmm. well, that's not what happened at all. <clears throat> I mean, especially if you're playing or paying counterblast two for the skill, you're like, better fucking be something I want. Anyway, um, well, it it is time for our favorite segment. Can't believe you said that. Wait, you're kidding, right? Okay, so uh, this week um, we had a question on I think it was Van. Yeah, it was Van Gods, and they were asking when does the anime start? And the anime Your first mistake was being on Van Gods. I just want to let you know. I, yeah, <laughs> but this is how we find all the best material for this. So it's sure. like I gotta go into the belly of the beast. This is for you. All right, this is for you, listeners. <laughs> um, but anyway, so somebody like. Someone gives them the answer, and then a little further down the thread, uh, one guy goes, fuck subs, they suck ass, I hate subs. Referring to What's subbed. wrong with the submarine sandwich? He's referring to subbed anime, meaning oh. the Japanese anime with the subtitles. And then somebody under him goes, probably the first time I've ever heard anyone ever say that, lol. And then a third guy goes, you think the dub is better? The dub has the shittiest voice acting I've ever heard, and he's right, it does. First guy goes, no, you just got bad taste and you're a dick about it. You are being spelled incorrectly because, of course, it is. Third guy, ouch, very edgy, my feelings. First guy, (laughs) Van, T-H-A-N, learn to cook wider the personality of every voice. What does that mean? (laughs) Keeps going. You need to consider their personality to match the voices. The voice and the personality type of each character. Third guy. That would be impossible because the dub VAs forgot to put the personality and emotions in. First guy. Well, who knows? They might be a- they might be able to this time. Look, I'm willing to forgive that the last part with knight was probably a typo. But what the fuck is Van Learn to cook wider the personality of every voice? <laughs> I already know what that means. I have no fucking idea. Like, I, that's either, like, the worst voice recognition, or, like, that guy is for real an idiot. So I think what's going on is this guy is bad at two languages, and he's transferring from one language he's bad at to another. So, <laughs> so Google Translate? Like, yeah. 
Oh, that could be something. Like, let's say your Chinese is really bad, right? Yeah. And so he puts down some like wacky Chinese sentences. Like this is like approximately what I mean. And it translates into English. You know, obviously it's also confused. <laughs> and I then mean, he reads it and he's like, "Wait, I know some words that are better than this." I mean, okay. So let's say. Uh... So if you put, okay, so I put, the rain in Spain falls mainly on the plain in English, on Google Translate. French goes, la pluie uh, en Spain tombe principalement dans le plan. And then if you switch it, and you put the French into French, and then it translates into English, it says, the, ma- the, the main in Spain falls mainly in the plain. So like, it... <laughs> Or like I, I think there was like an old uh, Who's Line thing where it's like a Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was hit by a 737 followed by a pack of birds over Madrid yesterday. This did, uh, this confirms the story that the reindeer in Spain was hit mainly by the plane. But I'm just saying like it's very possible for <laughs> a person to use Google Translate for some sentence in a different language. Yeah, I don't know what language might use something like a variant of cooking like wider as like considering something. Yeah. Or, like, uh, you know, like making like a wide. Cons- I, I I don't I don't know that, but I think it's possible. At least that's my inclination from this discussion. I mean, I like how we're trying to kind of figure it out. <laughs> like, look, man, this is what we do. I mean, it could either be that, or it could be like he was doing the like the voice to text thing, and it was you know that happens with me all the time, where it, it'll just like not do words or. Like do words incorrectly, especially because I have a slight speech impediment. So I get it, I guess. But just oh my god, so much entertainment in Van Gods. If you want to like laugh and lose your faith in humanity at the same time, it's just mwah, perfect. Yeah, but also like he's looking for dubs, yeah. so that also kind of makes it not fit, fit with my theory. I mean the. Okay, look, I'm, I understand if you don't want to deal with, like, having to read along or, you know, maybe... But Japanese, to say that. Or, like, Japanese voice acting greats on you, whatever. But, like, the Canadian, uh, or they're Canadian voice actors, but the English voice acting is just, it's, it's, it's just horrible to listen to. I mean, might be true. Chrono but Dragon totally next stage. Hey, 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 hey. What? Hey, 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 hey. What was that from again? Vanguard. No, I mean, like, what was the context? It was like Drag Driver or something. Oh, I remember what it was. Yes, that was Drag Driver Lourdes. I, I, I'm going to go find the voice clip, and if I can put it in here, I will. <laughs> this was sponsored by... <laughs> This week's episode is brought to you by... Hey, hey! Okay, you know what? All right, I'm on board with this. I need to find it. Um, now everyone knows the sponsorship is an afterthought. I mean, the sponsorship was just, like, made up, because I can't get real sponsorships for the well, show. It's, it's like writing English paper, right? You just write the paper, then put the introduction. Yeah. It's a whole lot easier to know what your paper's about if you've already, if you've already written it. Yeah, no, I, I do the same thing with, with the sponsorship every week, but, like, the... The um, 
like, you know, other podcasts are like, this week's episode is brought to you by Blue Apron. Or, you know, Studio Headphones. Or, you know, DollarShave.com, whatever the fuck it is. And just, like, I don't think any any listeners are like, man, I gotta get me some of that Blue Apron. Because why would you? Or, (laughs) Or fucking Loot Crate or whatever, whatever it is. It's just stuff and... We're not. We're a very niche podcast, and like those kind of things are like, well, are people? Or do you have enough listeners who are actually going to buy our stuff? I'm like, I don't even know. I I know we get a couple hundred listeners a week, and to you out there, thank you. But like, Blue Apron come sponsor. What? I don't even know where I was going with this. But like, I don't know what you're complaining about. That's fine. I'm not complaining. It's it, it's just like it came out of necessity because it felt like something a podcast should have. And just, I, I enjoy the fuck out of it every week. It's only, great. only big podcasts have sponsors. We're not a big podcast. <laughs> That's true. We're just a few guys shooting the shit, talking about a children's card game. Yeah, and we're having a good time. Just three guys having a good time. Having A, good a children's time. card game that we mildly hate. Look. I don't know if I necessarily <laughs> yes. hate it, but... I definitely hated Giera. <laughs> and we would forgive you for that. Alright. That's pretty much all I have about this. You guys got anything else? I got not shit. Alright, my friends. Then, uh, thanks for listening to Nexus at Night. You can find us on Twitter, at Nexus at Night, if you have episode ideas or submissions for Can't Believe You Said That. Or you can find me at Atlas Novak or the Millennial Comic YouTube channel. You can find me at Wiggums, two G's, two Z's. You can Uh find me at Plasma Eclipse. Any new stuff going on with your blog, or is that, like, nope. on ice right now? Okay, well, it'll be back eventually, maybe. Um, you maybe did, you, maybe you, when OTT reveals start. I mean, you have you have very nice sketches that I see on, like, Facebook and stuff, so mm-hmm. that's nice. Anyway, until next time, I was Atlas. I'm Matt. And I'm Root Beer. And have a good night, everyone. Mm-hmm.